So what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's not act like we don't know why we're here. Okay. So I know it's been busy, and me coming back on Twitter coincided with Kanye uh, having a long spat of losing his I actually, I don't think it's coincided at all. I actually think um, that you're just secretly Kanye's burner account. I would be honored to be Kanye's burner account because I love the chaos. Like, there's something so poetic about him doing two times better than he did with Pablo based off of just being aligned with a fascist. Like, only in 2018 could a fascist-leaning Kanye do two times better with an album one-third as long. By the way, uh, in case you're uh, you're just listening to this, uh, we're recording live from Wyoming, and actually, I have a Wyoming shirt directly, directly from um, you know the trenches. I like, I like that your brother got you a Wyoming shirt, but he completely ignored my tweet telling him to get me one. But it's it's fine. I wanted a hoodie. He went back. Uh, to get a hoodie, he's like, "Oh, I should get Dan something." I'm like, "You had to, th- you left the table and had to think about that and had to come back." And then they only had shirts left, so I have a Wyoming shirt. But I also bought a hoodie the day the album dropped. That's cool. Yeah. Well, do you want to? St- are we? St- is this going? Are we starting? Is this whole yeah thing, the episode? Yeah, man, it's going. Okay, so what do you want to talk about as far as the album? Because do you want to unpack Kanye's politics? Because I'm already indoctrinated. I've already drank the good music Kool-Aid. So I'm you're indoctrinated. All- you're indoctrinated? Yeah, I I totally am just like I I don't pay attention to what Kanye does um to spare myself. I don't listen to Kanye interviews. I don't read Kanye interviews. I try to ignore his Twitter. Um just willfully ignorant. I try to remain willfully, willfully. Let's edit that out of everything that he's done that is not good music related. But I'm glad Pusha T has become the sun by which the rest of rap revolves around. Like that has made me happy. I did not see that coming. I mean, I, I guess. Okay, so what I want to know your it's thoughts. A, that's because- a. That's a- that's a n- nice choice of words. The sun he, that rap has, has is revolving around. I, I mean, like good that mu- word. I good see mu- what you did there. Good music is having a moment. Good music is. I have to say, rap has not seemed this exciting since maybe the night Dirty Sprite Two dropped. Like this is probably the biggest moment in hip hop since that moment. Like rap has not felt this energized. In a long time, I think that's due to good music. I think that's Kanye. And you know what? I don't think we should be passing all of the uh, credit over to Kanye as far as this seven-song album thing. You know, I feel like rap has been moving this way, but I think Kanye making it a whole concerted effort with these five albums has really solidified that we've lost our patience for hip-hop and long I actually disagree. I don't think hip-hop was headed this way. You don't. What about because the two, two songs, two-minute songs were becoming huge? Yeah, two-minute songs were becoming huge, yeah. But 
I feel like the streaming era convinced rappers to just like make double albums again. What about so Weekend's last project? Who gives a fuck about the weekend? He doesn't dictate anything. Designer's last album, also seven songs. Actually, well, fun- he's good. He's also good music. Though. That's the funny thing. People are counting the good music as starting with with uh, Pusha T's album, but actually, good music released three other EPs this week, which is a good way of pointing out that Kanye's label is horrible for everyone that isn't a big name because they did something for O Seven O Shake. She came out, then Valley came out, made no waves. Then Designer came out, made no, all three of them made no waves. All of those three projects had seven songs each, and no one has talked about it all year. And I loved it. 070 Shake. I was telling everyone, like, she might I, be the best thing out of New Jersey. Her and her entire crew are fantastic. Well, I when she was when she showed up on the on the A album, I thought this is a big win for Dan. Because Dan was on the 070 Shake uh, bandwagon early. Uh, and the, I remember telling people last year, because I discovered her group's mixtape late, because they have a mixtape from 2016 that had their big single Honey on it. And everyone told me she sounded like a, like a dying cat and was saying, this isn't the wave. And I'm like, no, she's huge. She's going to be huge. And I was so happy to hear her on the album. After hearing um, Ghost Town a couple times, though, I'm going to be honest. I I think her part detracts away after the first kind of 10 listens. Like, I feel like she becomes superfluous to everything else on that track, which is fantastic. Well, I mean, that's just how I feel about the album in general. But I'm going to say I like Yay better than um, Kids See Ghosts. I like that's- Yay better. That's a terrible take, but that's a very that's a very you take. So I'm, I'm being I, honestly real. Like I'm, I'm not surprised or offended. I'm not even like trying to be contrarian because I've listened to both. But the more I sat with Ye, the more I realized that like Ghost Town into Violent Crimes just feels like a very good pocket for Kanye to be in. And I don't mind that Violent Crimes is just like ignorant. Like, and isn't like so unaware of itself in the time that it exists in. I just like that Kanye's being sincere, and I can kind of forgive a dad for not understanding how 2018 works, but trying, but his heart being in the right place. I just love that song, and I love Dejlo's part on it. And I'm glad that Dejlo is having a moment again because I rode for her incredibly hard until her career kind of became aimless. I think the worst thing about Ye is that I find it just extremely uh, dull. Just dull. It's just dull. Like it's not. It's not bad, and it's not great. It's just extremely unremarkable. And it's like we went through all that just for that. I do have to say about Ye. I. I'm not, it's not a Kanye album that I'm going to get on my soapbox and try to f- drag people to like, because Pusha T's album was fantastic. Like that is 21 minutes or however long it is, 24 minutes, just from start to finish, save for the Kanye verse. Fantastic. Like it is a fantastic album. Yay. 
has great Kanye moments on it, but it's a scattershot release. And I was talking to someone about it. It feels like he was trying. It was an experiment that at all angles did not pay off until maybe the last two songs. So I understand why it's not people's favorite. Kids See Ghosts is the rare rap album. And this is after two years of me like moving away from rap. I've listened to less rap than I have ever before. Um, and I'm not going to rail against the youth. I'm just getting older and it's just not for me. But Kids See Ghosts really seems like a challenging record in a good way. And I know how corny that is. Uh, from a critical standpoint, but it's challenging. And the choices are not obvious. They did not take the obvious way out with this one. And I'll give them, I'll give them a lot of credit for that. It is a good album. Great well, album. I guess the thing I like about Kid See Ghost is that it works in spite of itself. It's it, like all the things that they probably think are good about it are kind of beside the point. And it's really just great because... It sounds good and like Cuddy's hums are good and like I don't know. Kanye really knows how to use Cuddy in a way that like makes him just sort of just shaves off all the annoying things about him. Kanye and, like, uses people like instruments. Kanye uses well, yeah. people like instruments. Like that is his does. talent, the latter part of his career. Like the way he uses Travis Scott and Designer and Cuddy is just like, and Bonnie there is just like all of his collaborations with them reach a certain pocket that I just enjoy, but take any of those things by themselves and save Travis because whatever you want to say about Travis, he is maybe the one guy in his class of rappers that can put together a coherent album, no matter what you feel about him personally, um, which he picked up from Kanye. But, uh, I really like Kids See Ghost. I just really like that record. It's just, it's just daring in a way rap refuses to be right now. The most amusing thing about Kids See Ghost to me is that if Cuddy's just on his like post rehab, I'm wearing white robes and just walking around talking about uh, God blessing you today and wishing you peace and love. And Kanye's just sort of like arrogantly like trying to find a poetic version of saying the exact same things he says on his Twitter every day. Which failed it, on Ye, but on Kids See well, Ghost. It failed on Ye because he did it spur of the moment and like he just completely, whatever the album was going to sound like before, I don't know, but he just made a really uh just an album on demand as soon as he was like based off like emotions he felt after a bad interview whereas like you can tell kids he goes had they've been working on it for a while and i have to say the highlight of the album for me and people will probably disagree kanye's verse on rebirth is probably the best verse in from him maybe in half a decade maybe more reborn yeah reborn it is honestly one of the, it's the, for me, it is the verse of the year. And it reminds me of the small window of time where Kanye was probably the best rapper out there. It was a small window. It was like less than a year where every Kanye verse that year was coherent and made sense and was the star part of any song. 
And this reminds me of that moment when I was a kid where Kanye was on. And he says everything you want to hear from him about the past couple of years. And it's the rare moment in a rap song where I want more of the verse. I rarely finish a rap verse and I'm like, mm, more of that. But like his his verse on Reborn is like, I just, it's fantastic from him. And it makes me mad that I stand for so much mediocre rapping from him, even though I do like everything from Yeezus onward. Everything from Yeezus onward is my favorite part of Kanye. Everything else before that, I can, nah, I can do without. Uh, I don't think I care about any Kanye verse off that album. Like, you mean like Kanye's uh, bad singing, but still melodic singing is I appreciate. I appreciate a good bad singer. Oh man, I don't like listening to good singers anymore but we've went over this territory but someone was saying you know the minute the album came out and i was still waiting for it to drop on apple music someone who was already through most of it was like yeah they don't do any rapping on it and my immediate response was like oh yeah they're sweet spot they're not focusing on both of their weaknesses rapping they totally for like that was a foregone conclusion. Like, let's not do rap on this, Cuddy. We both know we're over the hill as far as that goes. Like, you can hear in certain rappers once they're over the hill. Drake had that moment where he was, like, high off the whey protein and working out all the time. You could hear, like, that phlegm in his throat after working out on If You're Reading This, It's Too Late and Views. Right. But, like, Cuddy and Kanye are just like, we're going to hum and sort of sing – and stumble our way through the album. And I love that part of their career. And Kanye's gunshots on whatever the first song is. Like, oh, uh, great. So obnoxious. It is extremely obnoxious, but it's like, it gets me pumped. I enjoy it. Um, so my question for you is, does any of Kanye's politics bother you or stop you from listening to his music? Same thing with Drake. Has any of the debacle with those two stopped you or is it are they just great examples of why have we given celebrities a platform to be politicians when they never we should have never given them that pop i i think both of those neither of those are right for me personally um i think i don't care about kanye so it makes me makes it easier to uh, not take his politics seriously. I'm not really. I don't buy into this idea of the old Kanye. So like, I just, I I think he's just an extreme individual, and I also just think he's dumb. And like, once I realize he's dumb, it his politics bothers me less because like, there's something like evil about someone who's smart and believes the things that they say that are like really terrible but like oh like Kanye just Kanye's just still mad about not being part of Obama's inner circle like that that's really all all where this starts from so like that doesn't bother bother me that much I think you hit it on the head I think there's two things first I started listening to Kanye right as everyone else I remember like my first I had listened to hip hop up into that point, but like the first time I can really remember, like this is a song I'm not going to forget listening to for the first time was through the wire. 
So I've been listening to Kanye like religiously since the start, but I don't think, I think a lot of people got into Kanye through the college dropout at a time when they were at their most impressionable, when music sounded the best of them. So they tricked themselves into thinking Kanye was intelligent because he was saying fuck college, which is a very 20 year old, like, like cheat code to seeming like you're smarter than you are when everyone thinks fuck college and it's a scam. So I think well, a lot of people mm, not in 2003 or 2004 people were still on the before like the the student loan crisis really hit its stride. True. People were still True. on the like if you're black you're either going to be uh poor and working class or like go to college. But I still think maybe I'm just jaded because that Kanye, I'm black and I'm a nerd and I like different things. And this is how I want rap to sound. That whole thing was so unique when it came out. And I'm so tired of it because we are so many generations removed from that. And that first generation of people that have become hoteps or woke people on Twitter now must feel so betrayed by Kanye because he was really the first one to push that agenda that has given us Atlanta. That has given us insecure. That has given us childish Gambino and all these other backpack rappers and all these other things. But really, like I fell out of love with that whole identity so fast as an adult. I was just like, I'm not different because I listen to indie rock. There are so many black people that probably think they are different because of the same thing. Well, and the other thing, yeah. Well, on that, on that. Tip to go back to Kid Cudi, that's kind of, I mean, you know, Day and Night came out when I was in college. So, like, on the one hand, I missed the Kid Cudi boat because that's an artist you really need to discover when you're in, in like, high school. middle school. And I discovered school. him in high school. Yeah. And I remember listening to his MySpace. But, uh, so, like, but on the other end, like, I think we've just sort of hit our limit as far as, like, you know, rap has raps rap went through the same thing indie rock went through, which is its sad boy phase. And like I'd say we even went through the alternative phase with like the Weezer navel gazing, the nerds are the ones that are really punished yeah, by society. Like phase. we're we're going through that right now. And it's like I've just hit my limit with that type of like I'm going to like talk about sadness isn't that special type yeah. of music and, and like we've like, discovered with weezer like the people that are behind that sadness are usually creeps themselves like but self un, unaware unaware lack all self-awareness creeps like and i'm getting very tired of i'm getting very tired tired of feigned wokeness for for these imaginary people that you think are watching you and i'm also tired of I'm a sad boy. And Future is a perfect example of someone we let get away with that thing as a joke for so long. And then it became people's actual identity. And then a whole generation ran with that. And I'm just like, let's. Well, the Future thing is actually like the least annoying version of it, even though I do agree with you that it is very annoying. But I think it's the most annoying version, to be totally honest, because it's like I was so that guy for so long that I. 
I, I look to Future's music where I was just like, yeah, everyone else is wrong and I'm right. And my sadness and pain is louder than everyone else's. And then like, I don't know, I woke up one day and I was like, this is stupid. That is, this is the dumbest way to go through life. Like, this is just a pathetic thing. And I know that that's his thing and that's his shtick and that's how he makes money. So I've come to that conclusion, but it's like, I'm done with that. I'm done with the nerdy rap whole zeitgeist i'm just like i'm over but back to kanye i think the thing you said about the obama administration is also true because i think none of this trump stuff would happen if obama hadn't called kanye an asshole and if you really look at it kanye is no kanye does no favors for the black community but also he doesn't have to that's not his job like we have to get over that fact like it's his job to speak for and speak on the black community it's not and we should have never we should just let that shit go. Like Kanye's not, it's not his job. So getting upset with him for that is unfair, but not buying his music or supporting him because he's a moron and an asshole. I'm totally for that. If you want to buy out of Kanye's music, cause he's a fucking fool, totally go for that. But also the Obama thing is the whole reason we're getting this Trump shit now because Obama called him an asshole with not really a lot of basis. He never did anything to Obama personally. And I get why he's trolling now. Doesn't give him an excuse, but like puts it in context. Well, yeah, I agree with all that stuff about uh, Obama. And just, I do think people expect a lot from their, from a certain type of artist who's aligned themselves with certain types of views early. And like, you know, you can't just have, you can't really share your opinions in free flowing ways. They have to mean something. Everything has to mean something. I think the worst thing about Trump is that he's ruined art because all art has to mean something now. I think that's the one thing I'll never forgive Trump for. It's how he There's a great New York Times article literally about what you said, and it said the danger of calling things like necessary. And this writer just went into, you know, it's dangerous to call black art necessary because you're taking all action away from the viewer. Now the viewer can't decide if it's important. The viewer can't decide if it's good because you just called it necessary. This is important for the culture. So now it's not art anymore. It's a, it's a lesson you have to sit through. And it takes all agency away from the directors because now black directors, Latino directors, any brown director feels like they have to make a movie that's a statement about something, a movie about something rather than doing their vision and also on a side note before i forget if kanye really wanted to go down this rabbit hole of trying to get back at obama or black people for some imaginary slight against him you could literally just list off some of obama's policies in all honesty obama has done more to hurt just people around the world than kanye ever will That just comes with being the president of the United States. And that's not really going into my politics at all. That's just, you have blood on your hands if you're the president of an evil empire. That's just how it is. Kanye should have gone into it that way. But like you're saying, he's an idiot. And he decided to go in the most obvious way and align himself with Trump. It's like, if you wanted to go for Kanye, uh, for Obama and go for his neck, go after his policies. It's it's, it's a 20-minute Google search. Really. 
but that's besides the point. Back to the importance of not calling things necessary in art. Oh, I mean, I just, I, not only do I just reject this idea of art being necessary, but now I'm like highly, highly skeptical of all necessary art. I think part of the reason, like, even though I like kids say kidsy ghosts, part of my frustrations with it is like I don't trust how I don't trust its depression. Like I understand that both of those guys are have dealt with depression and I'm not saying they haven't. I'm not saying I don't believe them. What I'm saying is I think it's very uh fetch right now to make sadness to make like sadness explicit like everything has to be explicit nothing i think sadness is also there's a monetary gain that you get from sharing that like there's a very capitalist way that we have sold people on the idea that i can't even put my i'm trying to formulate this without offending anyone uh, well i I mean honestly it's just well you can look at fucking extentation like he has a whole fucking major career right now based on the idea that like he makes music for people who are sad and want to be in like suicidal and it's like it doesn't matter that like he'll rap about threatening to kill himself because some girl doesn't like him it doesn't matter like the fact that he's essentially admitting to all the horrible things he's done and making it and playing victim to all of it because it's sad and sadness is worthwhile and like and sadness your, explains your friend, everything you've got sadness is the explanation you got for everything fucking, uh kendrick lamar like on his corner saying like Ooh, if you if you ever feel something you should listen to this guy and like threatening uh music streaming services for putting taking him off rap caviar because god like that the ultimate plight of life is if you're taken away from the fucking rap caviar playlist on spotify you got fucking um what's her name abra going on twitter to defend to defend him like listening to his music on some like uh I'm smarter than the woke and then the woke people shit and it's like all things aside all decisions aside your career is way too shaky to do shit like that like you you like you sing like a cat that's like on the vert like just like hanging trying not to get like put into a bath so maybe See, this is my thing about like th- throwing your career thing. away for fucking extentation when he wouldn't do a thing for you, especially you, because you're a woman. The only thing he would do for you is probably, like, beat you to an inch of your life. But anyways, back... My feeling on him is... I don't want to talk... I don't really really want to talk about expectations too much. I just wanted to... Oh, no. Not really my feelings on him, but I saw the Abra stuff. I'm not really a fan of her music. I'm not... I, 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 I can't speak on her music. All I can say is... Where people get in danger in 2018 is not in the who they listen to. It's them going online and having a conversation 
with some imagined other about why they listen to this person. And it's like, I'm not telling you don't listen to someone or go and listen to this person. I'm saying maybe this is a good time for woke people and people who want to be ignorant. Maybe just don't go online and argue why you listen to someone. People ask me why I listen to Kanye and I won't, I'm like, I don't have to defend myself. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. I don't need an explanation for doing this thing. And also I'm not a fan of XXX Temptation. I don't, have people played around me. I don't download his music. I don't support him. But if I was a fan of him or someone who works with him, maybe don't stick your neck out on a ledge for this guy. Like, I don't get that part of the whole debacle with this guy and all the people supporting him. It's just... Well, I mean, this was always bound to happen. Like, the woke, sort of the woke era just kind of went so intensely far that it was always going to have a backlash that was just as intensely far. And the thing that's actually really funny to me that nobody notices it because this is something I actually talked about a little bit when I wrote about that childish Gambino video. It's just that, which is like just our cynicism in post Trump like how we've just become like really cynical and we've all sort of turned into uh, different mirrors of exactly what Trump did to win the presidency. And what I mean is we've all become loud and we don't care about facts. We don't care about reading anything. We don't, we, we take whatever we see as, the only information we need. And on top of that, we are we stick our necks out on whatever flip, uh, flippant thing that we care about and just are ready to fight people over it just to prove that we're, like, better than the group we're arguing against. And, like, just to, in case that's a little confusing, what I mean is... So with, like, the Abra thing, it's not just that she's like, yeah, I still listen to Extentation. It's, fuck yeah, I still listen to this guy. His music makes me feel something. And the woke, the woke Illuminati is not going to make me uh, change how I feel. And it's like, she's literally mirroring the same defense people use for Donald Trump. And, you know, it's not just with negative examples. It's the same thing with the things we're positive about. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple, like maybe a month ago, Issa Rae was, people were making fun of Issa Rae because of, like, her book, her like, where she wrote some terrible comedy about, like, only dating Asian men. And we were all laughing at it. And naturally, someone comes in with the, oh, so now we're canceling Issa Rae. Well, fuck you to the super woke crew because you can't make me not into Issa Rae over something silly and that was supposed to be a joke. And like, but like, the point I'm making is like, everything is war now. Everything is war. We're all at war with each other. We're at the, the, the people who think they're like, 
above being too woke are at war with the super woke. And the super woke think they're at war with people who don't care about anything or don't care or who care about like Kanye West music and think that, uh, and just like, they, they believe that if you listen to his music, you support his agenda or whatever the fuck. Everybody's at war. And this is all a product of Trump. Trump has infiltrated all of our thinking, all of our behavior. And like, it's, I, it's see, really sad to watch because we're all kind of fucked. And I agree with you. And I think another thing that I want to point out is just like my feelings on not being on Twitter, being on Twitter is we've all attached a certain morality value. You know, like how money has a monetary value. Everything has a morality. There's a morality to everything. And people have decided what has a higher moral value and what has a lesser one. And what I mean by that is if you listen to Kanye, you are a bad person because he said this. And I'm like, in the grand scheme of karma or whatever karmic balance you're talking about, the amount of people you harm by just eating a ham sandwich during the middle of the day. Do you know how many people were oppressed in that? You know how much oppression you wear on your skin every day? You know how much oppression you use when you send out a tweet? If you think in those terms of everything you do has some morality or karmic balance to it, you're going to drive yourself insane. And that is not an endorsement of Kanye listening to his music or trying to shirk some responsibility by supporting someone who some people feel is harmful. Totally understand that. And I'm not discounting any of that as valid points, but I'm saying we have kind of a culture of you're a bad person because you do this thing. And if you always carry that to its logical conclusion, everyone is the most evil person in the world for literally the breath they take. Everyone has some sort of privilege and I'm going to measure out their privilege to the fucking nth degree to show them why I'm a little bit more oppressed than they are. But I also think that the counterpoint to that is just as dangerous of just being like, nothing matters. There is no morality. So like, let's just like swim in the mud because nothing matters. I don't think we don't care about nuance, man. Frankly, we don't. We don't care about nuance, and nobody wants to just kind of admit that, like, we kind of just pick and choose. And no, like, there's there's no nuance, and everyone has an artist or a person they will die on a hill for. Everyone is willing to die on certain artist hills, but not others. Other people are willing to say this is the worst generation of rap. Look what they've done to women and totally discount all their heroes because that's not the narrative they have built in their head. They have the narrative built in their head that this, everything that's happening now in hip hop, everything that's happening in music, everything that's happening in entertainment started now. No, it has not started now. It's that people have started speaking up now, but the narrative people have in their head is, well, this person is bad. Because of this, and this is the moment, and I'm going to throw out everything they've done, which I'm fine with. I am, I am 100% over the, well, let's be nuanced about the artist, separating the artist from the art. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's a dumb argument. Um, but it's also a dumb argument to try to save people from music. Like, 
if someone has made a decision to listen to a certain person after they've been given all of the facts, you're wasting your breath. You've lost that person. But what are you really getting from trying to not get them to support that person? Like, what what is it getting us? It's getting nothing. If someone's an XXX Temptation fan, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You lost the fault before you even opened your mouth, before you sent the tweet. You lost. We lost it. Like, I don't, I don't really believe in separating art from the artist. I, but I, I, I think that they're both sort of just the art. The artist is inside of the art. You can't really separate it. But what I will say is that uh, I think that the separating the art from the artist argument is really more about the listener and the listener the listeners need to prove that they're righteous it's like you're not you're not righteous you're not a free thinker you like a thing you like a thing and maybe it came from something bad and maybe that's just something you have to deal with and and i think it's we're at the worst possible part because now it's infiltrated the pop culture that we consume. You know, the Simpsons incident with Apu, they're having the discussion we're having right now, but because it's in a 22 minute format, there's no nuance in it. They're basically cackling at the audience and how it's so stupid to be woke and how it's so stupid for people to ask for, to be represented in a positive way. And maybe the right thing to do in that is to not say anything at all and maybe retire the character and just say, we messed up without a qualifier and we're sorry, we can't make up for what we did in the past, but we can make sure it doesn't happen in the future. But no, you had to make it funny and you had to make people laugh about it. And it's like, that's kind of my problem with everything. It's You're right. The Trump Trump has infiltrated every single part of society now and again, everything has a moral value to it. Where music used to be this thing where we weren't tacking our self-worth on it, who we are as people is tacked on to who we listen to and who we're willing to defend and what camp we're willing in. Whose Kool-Aid we drank. Everyone already drank the Kool-Aid. Everyone already has. It just depends what camp you're going to die in now. Which is, I don't know. There's just no nuance left in the world and everyone's waiting to tear someone down for four retweets. Yeah, that's good enough for me. We didn't talk much about Kanye, but... I uh, feel like we talked a lot about Kanye. Yeah, we talked enough about him. My, If I have any closing remarks, go hug who you love. That's about it. <laughs> Take care of your child, Drake.